Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on when you are listening to this. Uh, v and I are already in an interesting mood. I got in after a four-hour flight delay last night, uh, and Vanessa's got a busy afternoon uh, scheduled for herself, so um, she just said, perfect to me, so I think we're <laughs> going to have a really great podcast today. <laughs> uh, did you cry during Crappy Lake? Let's just I mean, there. I almost did. I didn't. I feel, side note, I feel like ever since I've been on my anti-anxiety medication, the tears just don't come out as often as they used to. <laughs> Your tear ducts but, are a little drier these days. Yeah. Yes, yes. But it was so, like, a beautiful ending. I did not expect that people would be so moved to cry. Like, at the beginning no. of the season, I didn't think we'd end up here. But it was so heartwarming in the best way possible. You could just tell that, like, I think as much as they embrace the town, the town embraced them. And I know we've talked about this. And I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I really appreciate the whole way they went about this. Like, I, it could have been very much a la The Simple Life, where it was these two rich, you know, women come into a small town and they're like, oh, my God, you guys hang out at the Walmart. And then they go hang out at the Walmart and they mock it. And you could tell the town are like, these are lazy, privileged women. And then they're making fun of the people in the town thinking like they're, you know, uneducated and dumb. And instead, you got really Luann and Sonia wanting to better Benton, wanting to know more about Benton, immersing themselves in everything Benton and really like taking it all in. And I think in return, you saw the town really receptive to them and enjoying, you know, what they were trying to do for them. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it was really sweet. I still can't believe they got Paula Abdul to show up. I am blown away by Paula Abdul, not only showing up. I assumed in episode seven that she just made an appearance. And then that was it. It was like, hi, but she was legit helping these girls out with their choreography. Like what an opportunity of a lifetime. I don't care what anyone says about Paula. That alone won me over. Like I will ride or die for you now, Paula. I know you had a moment back in the day, American Idol, never forget some moments there, but she's, She's good. You know I mean, what? We all make mistakes, right? You know, you can, it's about the journey and the growth. I agree. The fact that she like was in the dance studio for their practices, like 
I think anytime a celebrity is involved in something, you very much think they're going to say hi to the kids, show up one time and then show up for the big performance and be like, oh, I'm so proud of them. No, I mean, she really was working with those girls and you could tell that they, as as much as they enjoyed it and were kind of in awe of her, like she really enjoyed it too. And I think it was, I think the whole concept and the whole way this show happened, it was very heartwarming and just a really sweet series. And I agree. Like I, I did cry. I'll admit. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, I bet you cried. Oh yeah. But I, you know, I started crying when the mayor was just even like talking about, I just, I think, I think at the end of the day, they really did care about Benton. And if this I'm, was all fake, then they are way better actresses. And we all know Sonia. She's not, she's not baking anything. I, I loved it. I want them to continue this. I go back and forth of like, do we, I don't know if we do Luann and Sonia always going to small towns, but at the same time, they were so great. And I think seeing, I saw their friendship in a very different light. Because I think on Roni, you have the factors of the other women coming in. You've got Dorinda sometimes. You've got, I mean, Ramona being Ramona. As I was watching them, even though they bicker, they truly love one another. To me, they reminded me of sisters. Like if, you know, if you didn't grow up with a sister, that is how it is. You do argue and fight, but you love each other. You have fun. And at the end of the day, there's like no one else you'd rather do some of this stuff with. And I think that's how, to me, that's how it felt with them. No, I, I like want a little reunion um, episode of them back in Benton. I, the Follies were fab. It was so Sonia and Lou. I can't believe they got that Broadway guy. I'm sorry. I forgot his name. I think it's Richard. Um, I thought it was so sweet the way they went above and beyond. And now they have that billboard and it's like they've, they, in their own heads, I bet they're like, Oh, we just made this a destination. Like (laughs) which we housewife fans love them. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not sorry. Anyone in Benton, your town is lovely, but just how I wouldn't expect some people to go out of their way to Kansas city. I'm not going out of my way to Benton, but. So I am driving to central Illinois next week for work and I might detour to Benton and take a little pick by. Oh my God, please do. Cause it's like, I don't, you know, what else am I going to do? But um, yeah, I, I do. I think if it's, if you're road tripping, you will stop just like um, there are, uh, God, I'm blanking on the, town now metropolis um on your if you've ever been on a road trip like if you're from the midwest and you've driven south um there's this town like right outside paducah kentucky that is called metropolis and it has this giant superman like because i guess that's the city you know superman was in but they have this giant superman and i do have like i have photos of me numerous times with this statue on our road trips and like i think my parents would just stop there because we looked forward to the superman thing there was a decent like diner that we could eat at so this could be like the road trip destination for people with benton yes let's put that out there all about benton getting a little more tourism revenue um but yeah i think it's a really sweet series i i really so what do you think they're gonna do do you think they do it again with luann and sonia do they think they bring in another pair I think it's definitely something they're going to repeat because it was, it's kind of like ultimate girls trip. It was. Yeah. I think they stick with Lou and Sonia because knowing those two, they wouldn't have it any other way. Like I can't see them. Like they're like, we made this, we are the reason why this succeeded and we made the show and their dynamics are so hilarious. So I think they're going to repeat it in a different type of town. Um, 
maybe somewhere in the South or the, like anywhere. I, mean, I want to see them in Big Sky. I want them to go to like oh. work on a ranch that maybe ha- is like a bed and breakfast as well or something. I think like just a totally different geographic region. Yes. I, I feel like we're going to see it again. I do think the component of the producer being from Benton did help. So I would like that tie in again as well, just because I think it, I think that producer having a tie into his own town also made the town like the um, perception of the town. So genuine Agreed. and through his eyes and not in the manner that you were saying where they're at a Walmart and they're dogging the city. Like yeah. it was never like that. It was all like respectful. Yes. Yeah, some things are done differently, like anywhere you go, but I did like that tie in with the production. Um, so I, I think they're going to do it again in a different place. How about you? Yeah. I, I, well, I don't know. I could see, I could see them experimenting with other duos um, just kind of like they did with ultimate girls trip. Like the first time it was OGs. And then the second time they did all like, you know, first wives club. Um, I could see them maybe trying to do it with another duo. Uh, the only thing is like right now, I can't think of another duo that would be as great at doing this and is as naturally close. Like, yeah, you've got the green eyed bandits, but they're kind of in a little bit of hot water with some people right now. Um, I'm trying to think like you're not going to do the Trace Amigas because that's they're they're going to they're not going to embrace the town. And it's like Alexia and Marisol. Like, I don't see this working out for them. Yes, like, I just I agree with you. I think these two are like the best fit. I mean, you could have other Roni housewives like it could be a trio like. Yeah, Brenda, Lou. But again, oh, then yeah. I think it, it ruins the heartwarmingness of it. I don't know. I like, yeah, I, I, now that I think about it, I don't know if you could do it with anybody else. Um, I also just want to point out that I forgot to mention this uh, in a previous episode, but I had no idea that people from New York get so excited about a Dairy Queen. Like when they pulled up to that Dairy Queen a few episodes ago, they ordered a shit ton of food from Dairy Queen. Yeah. I guess it's just like the accessibility and being in your car and being able Eating to just like, yeah. yeah, and just get your ice cream and stuff. I don't go to Dairy Queen. No thing against it. There's not, there's honestly not even one near me. I do That's, like Sonic. I, I love Sonic. I always yeah. get a Sonic Limeade in the summer. Well, just a Limeade? You don't do a Cherry Limeade? Oh, a Cherry Limeade. Oh, I do okay. a Cherry Limeade. I just met Limeade. Yeah. I just shortened it. I get a Cherry Limeade. I love the Cheddar Bites. Like, and I mean, I probably did this two weeks ago, sat in my car. And- oh, my kids, like, if we're, like, they know certain areas of St. Louis, like, Sonic is not that far away, mom. So, yeah. Um, yeah, maybe that's it. And also, like, I think about, like, we have a lot of really good ice cream places in yeah, St. Tetris. Louis and Kansas City. So, like, I think custard is, and, and concretes are more the thing. Um and we have the drive-throughs. So I got, you know, Ted Roos isn't a drive-thru, but um so, ones there. Yeah. Anyway, let, we we digress a little bit. All right. Before we go into OC and the craziness that is Taco Tuesdays or just Taco Night, uh, we want to take a minute to talk to you about some of our advertisers. And I want to talk to you guys about every plate. Uh, Vanessa was talking about it. And I have to say, I've really... I've really loved the meal planning or the meals that are provided from a kid perspective. They give you these great frozen meals that are already portioned out. And I've found with my kids, it's like the perfect amount. If you put too much on a plate, they're like, I can't finish this. Or if you put too little, you know, you're annoyed because they're always asking for more. It's just a super easy way you can throw them in the microwave. If you have younger kids that are toddlers and you have to provide lunch for them um, at their 
uh, daycare or preschool setting, I've sent this a few times and they won't, you know, they have microwaves there and they've warmed them up and I've actually like other parents have asked about it, but it's just a really easy way to get good, healthy food to your kids uh, for an affordable price. It's as much as one forty nine a meal. I think this is really what makes every plate different from your other choices that you have out there when it comes to meal kits. It's the lower price point and the fact that they do have things cater directly for kids, but they also have things that just, I think they understand the dynamics of being a busy family, whether one or both of the parents work in the family, they have meals that you can cook once, eat twice with the dinner to lunches, tasty filling meals for both dinner and lunch the next day. Plus you're going to save time, you know, not having to make lunch on your busy weekdays. I know I hate every night spending 45 minutes getting everyone's lunches and everything ready, including my lunch uh, when I'm going into the office. And I've just really enjoyed the variety of the meals or really high quality ingredients. My husband is the one who cooks in our family, just like Vanessa, and he's really enjoyed kind of getting out of his comfort zone. You can sometimes get a little bit of a recipe rut. And they have really great dinners to try, including 15 minute or less dinners, which is wonderful as we get into the fall and swing of practices and after school activities. And, you know, no one has an hour to spend making a meal for their entire family. So I definitely recommend that you try out every plate. So get $149 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 49 real moms. Get started with every plate for just 149 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 49 real moms. So again, every plate, E V E R Y P L A T E.com slash podcast and enter code 49 real moms. Fall is almost here, believe it or not, and your wardrobe needs an upgrade, right? I mean, I'm excited for fall fashions. I've already started perusing while also trying to be on a budget. So spend your money wisely on high-quality essentials that will last beyond the season. Quince is my spot for quiet luxury without paying luxury prices. Quince offers a range of must-have items like 100% European linen under $50, luxurious mulberry silk skirts, and of course, Italian leather bags and 14 karat gold jewelry from $30. All their prices are 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And because Quince creates timeless classic styles that don't go out of fashion, you'll have them in your closet forever. I got this cashmere sweater that was $50, mind you. I was blown away by that. The quality is great. It's also thin. So I think it's transitional across all seasons when you're kind of going to cooler to then cold, easy to layer on. It's a, I'm wearing pink. It's a pink fabric that the one that I got, and I'm excited to wear it in the office. Today's when I go in, cause you guys know that AC in an office is always much, much colder. I like to style it with a denim, um, even like a nice black pant. There's multiple different ways because again, it's, these are capsule pieces for your closet that can live on forever. I know you're also wondering how do they do it? Quince partners directly with top factories to cut out the cost of the man and pass the savings on to you. What's even better, Quince only works with factories that use safe, safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium eco-friendly fabrics and finishes. So I can feel good about getting a high quality item that lasts longer. 
upgrade your closet with Quince. Right now, go to quince.com slash real moms to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash real moms for free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash real moms. All right, here we go. Uh, God, I feel like Shannon is all of us in college. The fact (laughs) that you drink a little, your phone's nearby and you start calling some people and saying things you shouldn't. I do. This is my issue with Shannon. I've said this, like she's just constantly the victim. I don't doubt that Heather probably said something to someone that maybe she possibly shouldn't have, but it does sound like Shannon's already told everyone this, like, this is no secret. This is no like, Oh, like she revealed something major that Shannon herself hadn't told other people. And the fact that all of them are kind of confirming this, Emily, Gina, Shannon, even Tamara said she gets drunk. She calls people, tells them everything and then has no recollection of it the next day. I kind of agreed with Heather when she was like, I don't think you remember how many people you've told stuff to. And Shannon then immediately gets defensive. And then I do love the fact that she treats these people like shit. Never, never is she in the wrong. And then when they don't want to show up to her party, she's annoyed and like, well, what an added expense for me. I had a table setting for, you know, six people that didn't even show up. Like, well, if I were Heather, Gina or Emily, I would not have gone to that. Also, just have accountability. Like, you're drunk dialing everyone left and right and sharing your relationship problems, which is okay. It's okay to do a little drunk dial. I love a drunk FaceTime. I've been there. I'm not sharing relationship problems. I'm usually just making an ass of myself. But it's okay to do that. But just, like, own it. Own that you shared it. You're just pissed because you're getting caught on camera and you're scared of your boyfriend, who seems pretty (laughs) toxic, that you're going to get a slap on the wrist. Like, I am with Emily. Emily, when she like lost it and called her Jekyll and Hyde and then got fed up with production, talking to production and saying she never takes accountability. It's the accountability portion. You're the one making calls. And we're all, and I think the women, I think there's instances when they come off more salacious and gossipy. I think Jen and Ryan was more of that. But I do think with Shannon and John, it does feel like a genuine concern. Like I didn't think anyone had um, malicious intent. I agree. I think, um, I, yeah, I don't think this was like, oh, I want to spread a rumor or, I mean, like everyone has said, and I think the other thing too is what Shannon is telling people, the reason why she's getting mad and saying like, he likes to be private. It's like, no, because we all hear that he likes to be in the limelight and he's dating you to be on TV. So we're not going to let you tell this lie for three seasons and make all of us look bad in the process. And so I understand like, it's one thing to like be overly defensive, but at some point you're going to have to defend yourself and say like, I'm not going to go along with this lie because I'm going to be the one who looks like I'm hiding something or I'm being inauthentic. And I appreciated Emily be like, we're on a freaking reality show. Like you're going to tell us stuff. It's going to get discussed. Like it is what it is. You know what you signed up for. This isn't her first season. So I don't know. I mean, I saw a lot of comments on um, different Bravo, like Facebook groups of people being like, you know what, when she says I'm done, I kind of just really wish she would be like not leave, but just be done with this whole charade. And I, I don't know. It is weird to me that like, she's now like getting dinners with John and like, yes, girl, I have a theory on that. Okay. Let's talk about what she revealed in her breaking the fourth wall. She's like, his kids don't like me. Does he spend enough time with me? 
is there enough money? The money portion actually perked my ears a bit more. Like, what do you mean? Is there enough money? Like, are you worried about his pockets and him taking like advantage of your pockets? That's kind of like my interpretation of it. Yeah. That was my interpretation of it. And I might want to peel back a bit more. Like, what is he doing? That's I don't think Shannon's hurting for money. She's got her weird tinctures and whatever she's no, I think she got a pretty good alimony maintenance from David. Yes. And I think she comes from, you know, generational wealth. I think her family also she grew up. So it's just very interesting. And the mm-hmm. whole kids don't like me reminded me of that scenario. This was out outside of filming recently where there was two versions of the story where she got in a fight with the kids. She was drunk out. Yes. Or you and, and there's like photos. She's like refuting it. But I kind of think where there's smoke, there's fire there. And now that she said the kids don't like me makes me she believe it more. She admitted that on Watch What Happens Live, that his daughter doesn't like her, but that like the story that was being told isn't accurate and she wasn't kicked out and all this stuff. But it's like, I think, yeah, I do think there's some truth to it. And I wouldn't be shocked if exactly what was kind of the rumor is what's true. I can see Shannon losing her cool. We've all seen her do it. I could see her yelling at his daughter because something was said or he didn't defend her or whatever. I just, I think they are toxic for one another and it, but Shannon can't be alone. Like she really needs that. Sadly, I think she needs that. I'm need her happiness and, and her measurement of like life success. It's being in a relationship. The my theory now that they're seen together, I think they think they're outsmarting us. I think she's not putting a label on it because then she's less obligated to talk about it. So it's not it's not I'm in a relationship with John. John's my friend. I see. Got it. And that's it. And so that adds more of a boundary. And lets him be on camera. Yeah. But she likes willing to share about him, even though we all know on the down low that they're back together. Aye, aye, aye. Shannon, right? that could be it. I totally could see that. That's and, my and I do think I she's one of them out. She thinks she can outsmart the audience, and I'm sure it's going to get exposed next season. Wow. All right. Well, I don't want to spend too much time talking about Shannon, even though this episode was mostly about her. Um, I do want to talk about Jen. I know you made a note about this. I it was a really sweet moment, and I really applaud her for sharing so much about just adopting a child and that whole process of like fostering and then adopting and um just sharing all of it, not just saying like, Oh my God, well we adopted him and now he's part of the family and he just feels so like included. And I mean, I think it's normal. I know even like, you know, you've said like talking to your daughters for you being biracial and like that they look, you know, biracial, but maybe like one is, you know, like one isn't exactly, doesn't look exactly like you. And so conversations might come up like, why is your skin darker than mine? No, exactly. I mean, literally I just had a conversation with Cammie and this was prompted by her and it was very like nothing bad, but she's like, I'm white. I have white feet. You have black feet. Like it was just very like her just innocent at, child. Yeah. In an innocent way, innocent child. It literally broke my heart when her son was like, I want my hair to look more like them or like my skin color. And I just applaud her so much for like embracing who he is. And hopefully he'll get to meet um, his biological family, assuming it's a healthy and right choice. But I just, that like really warmed my heart. And I do think Jen has got a good head on her shoulders and has a good heart. Ryan, that's a whole nother story, but I do feel like her heart is all there. And I I appreciate that, especially later on in the episode when Shannon calls out Gina. I 
think Jen might fall into that category of like, she might be too nice and too good for reality TV. Unfortunately, (laughs) I think, I think they might eat her up and spit her out, but I think she, I agree. I think she has a good heart. I think she's a good mom. Um, you saw that with her son, just the way she was saying like, but you have beautiful brown eyes and mom would love to have beautiful, like, you know, like letting him know that like, yes, he looks different from the family, but he's still like, he's perfect the way he is. And I really respected her as, uh, Shannon and Tamara were basically like, Gina owes you. She'd be in jail if it wasn't for you. Her kids would be in child protective services. Like I 100% agree with Jen. You don't bring that First of all. Gina's already lived it, you know, like that was, and she's talked about like, that was a low time in my life. I'm not proud of it. She was also going through like domestic abuse. I'm not excusing drunk driving by any means, but I think it's kind of was like, I'm not going to judge someone if I haven't walked in their shoes. And I felt like the bringing it up and purposely trying to bring Gina down was sort of to like paint her in a bad picture to Jen. And I appreciated Jen being like, I don't think this should be discussed and I don't think we should be bringing it up. And I appreciated the way she approached Gina with it too. Like, Hey, I'm not going to let people talk shit about you. And I'm going to, my silence is going to be, you know, viewed as acceptance. I'm going to go tell the person. A hundred percent. And also this reminds me just because you do a favor for someone doesn't mean you can like spit it back out in their face in an ill manner. You helped Gina in a moment of time, but that doesn't mean because you chose to help her and she, made a mistake that then you can spit it back out. And I'm not articulating this in the best way, but just use it against her. It's just very bizarre. And it's like, it was happened so long ago. I'm like, how did we get here? It's such a nasty low blow comment. Like, come on, Shannon, like have a tincture and (laughs) sit the fuck down. Okay. That bothered me. I activated. I'm a little activated. Yeah. I don't blame you. I, I'm a little activated too. I also feel like it's like, I hate, um, like this whole like in friendships of like keeping score kind of thing. Like, oh, well, like I know sometimes like people will be like, um, if someone has a new baby and I like happen to have time and I make like cookies or something and I bring them over, that doesn't mean that when I have a kid, you have to do the same for me. Like you might be busy and overwhelmed and that's okay. People should do good things to help people because they care about that person, not because they want it back and like recent. Be like a reciprocal behavior. You don't keep scores, friends. And it doesn't mean because you did something nice to someone, you get a, a free pass to then give them a shot. Mic drop. Woo. Yes. Abby. And that's, that's how friends better. Work. Yes. That was a better way of saying what I was trying to say. So thank you for that. Um, lastly, let's talk about Heather Dubrow's move um, into her 5,300 square foot apartment. I'm like, that's not an apartment. That's like a. What's wild to me is like, okay, if someone was like, I'm building a 5,300 square foot home, uh, I have this huge walkout basement, I have like a, you know, really big, like the, you know, the whole footprint of the house is the same as the basement and the second floor. I'd be like, oh, wow, like that's a lot of house, but like a lot of space. This isn't a like 5,300 square foot apartment. And this is what's wild to me. And I know like for people who live in New York, like there are apartments that are like 9,000 square feet. And it's crazy to me that that's in an apartment. Basically the whole floor is yours. It's mind blowing to me because I just can't fathom that much square footage and it not being several floors. I think just because of where we live and how oh, we live. Yeah. But I it's mean, just like I'm, what? I'm currently building a home right now and her apartment is bigger than yeah. what my home will be. Like it's just like <laughs> wild. It's just like wild to me. And it just goes to show like Heather's in a whole whole nother planet. And she of course had to get in Roberto Cavalli in mm, the home. And it's course. like scary yeah. fancy pants and like impractical like suede doors. Like what? Like I was just I like, still okay. I mean I know their home is 
beautiful. I'm like, I, who are these people buying $55 million homes? Or when I watch selling sunset, like these houses listed for like 80 million, a hundred million. I'm like, who is buying that? The 1%. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> people wait, people I mean, we don't associate ourselves with. Not us. I would gladly be a friend. Oh yes. And I'll, I'll hang out there. If any of my yeah. friends want to buy those houses, go for it. Um, all right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. You know, the drill, we've been getting a lot of new reviews. I need to pull them up. Um, really sweet ones. And we like, I just, we really do appreciate it. You know, we've said we have a goal of trying to get to a thousand reviews. And right now um, we are at 816 ratings. Um, so we have KTFB sucks. S-U-X, I don't know. But she said, fun, easy to listen to. Thank you so much. We have Akron, Ohio, Mama. I love listening to these Midwest Mamas that feel like friends. Just a fun and easy way to fun and easy listen. Love these moms. I love their take on Bravo shows and the banter they have with each other. That was Jill 4-H. And then Trisha Brumley. Love listening to Abby and Vanessa each week as they recap Bravo episodes, top pop culture headlines, and so much more. These ladies are fun, relatable, and not afraid to share their opinions. After each episode, I feel like I just finished hanging out with good friends, which honestly, like that is the our favorite thing to hear when people like hearing you two talk is just like me talking to my friends. Um, so thank you guys so much for those uh, great reviews. We really appreciate it. We're getting closer. We're getting there. Um, so if you haven't yet, subscribe, hit five stars. And if you've got 30 seconds, 60 seconds, leave us a nice little review. It does make a difference and you'll get a shout out on the podcast. Um, and so I'm still so used to saying we will catch you next week, but we'll catch you in a few days as we uh, release our top pop culture headlines episode. Um, but you know the, You know what we're going to say now. Have a good day or don't. The choice is yours. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.